Hello my friends, this is Roxy. Welcome to my podcast From Depression to Joy, where I read pages of my journals and talk about my aha moments and about the lessons that I learned in this life so far. I started journaling trying to figure out my own way out of a depression that was lasting for years already and I am still writing in my journals each time I feel there is something that I need to understand better about my life. That helps me live with more ease, peace and joy. Today I am going to read and talk about my journal notes from the 3rd of May 2017 where I was putting my thoughts on paper to gain clarity on some new concepts that I was starting to learn about. I was writing, If every soul is choosing their own experiences before enrolling in life on earth, and some of these souls, that maybe have met in other lives too, are making soul contracts in which they are choosing their experiences that they are going to offer one another, I imagine that, after this life ends, I would meet my mother-in-law's soul and we would be laughing together. I would be telling her, oh my, you really did a great job at stressing the freaking hell out of me. But that only led to my spiritual awakening. Thank you! (laughs) I am thinking that maybe in other lives we might have been really good friends. Or maybe I was the one to make a part of her life a living hell. Well, anyways, in spiritual truth, we are one. Everything seems funny when looked at from this perspective. What's weird is that all this is making sense to me somehow, in a way that I can barely begin to understand. For the souls, for the universal consciousness, this game of life is an entertainment, a way of evolving, so it can only lead to something good. We are all safe in it, well, at least from the point of view of the higher self. Souls, we accept to fall asleep and to dream, to forget our actual truth, because otherwise we would not be able to completely experiment anything. The state of spiritual awakening is the next level, is the state where you are still experimenting things, but without being asleep, so you are doing it consciously, only for the sake of experimenting, to expand your awareness. The awakened beings are aware of the fact that in spiritual truth we desire evolution through experimentation. By putting this on paper, now I realize that, because now I understand all this, my mother-in-law must have finished the job she had in my life, as I understood the lesson and from now on she will leave me alone, unless I will allow myself to fall asleep again into unconsciousness. But I have a feeling that even if, if that happens, it cannot happen completely anymore. Okay, I will stop reading for a bit so I can add a comment from my nowadays self when I am recording this on the 7th of August 2020. What I wrote there was so true because ever since I had absolutely no more issues with my mother-in-law. 
Well, I also did learn how to respect myself more and how to set healthy boundaries, as well as how not to care what others think of me. So that must have been useful too. But all that came together with the understanding of oneness and higher consciousness concept. Okay, back to the 3rd of May 2017. I am reading again. I learned that the best way to cope with the negative thoughts is to accept that you are having them and it's not them having you and then to allow them to pass by. Do not follow them. Accepting the level that I am at is the best thing I can do in order to move on and to evolve. I always have the free will to change my frequency. Nothing and no one can change it for me unless I am choosing to do so. The better I feel emotionally, the higher my frequency will be. A mindful and present person that is all in the here and now who can offer me all their attention is sexy. When I am that person, I really feel alive in those moments when I stop thinking and I am only living through my senses. I am slowly learning to respect people for their essence, not for their personality. Their essence is the same as mine. Their personalities are a mirror for my own ego. When I feel unworthy, the people that are around me make me feel even more unworthy. How am I respecting myself? Lying to people? Pretending to be something I am not? When authenticity and truth are two of my main values? I also realized that multitasking, trying to feel useful and efficient so I can feel worthy is also a sign of disrespect towards my own self. I now choose to drop the idea that I need to do something in order to become someone and instead to occupy myself with being grateful for what I have and what is really feeding me, my life here and now, my family, my passions. Lao Tzu was saying, if you want to awaken all of humanity, then awaken all of yourself. If you want to eliminate the suffering in the world, then eliminate all that is dark and negative in yourself. I am adding here, eliminate that by accepting it in the first place. Back to the quote. Truly, the greatest gift you have to give is that of your own self-transformation. I noticed that the really wise and enlightened people are not getting out of their own way to tell people what they know, but they end up effortlessly attracting the ones that are willing to learn. The wise people are only minding their own business at a small scale, doing only what is making sense for them. They are not trying to save the world by letting everyone know that they have the key to the secrets of life. They are confident and humble at the same time. That is the real enlightenment. The unobserved mind creates the suffering and the ego turns the present moment into an enemy. I just had a flashback from when I was about 5 years of age and I was sitting in my room contemplating the fact that I existed. I was so excited by my own beingness, by my own existence and I was not even attaching an identity to myself at that moment. I don't know if others had similar experiences, 
but it was such a powerful experience for me. And even now that I remember it, it still feels the same. I see and feel my own self at five years old in my room, feeling so happy to be in my own skin. I guess there is something that we still know when we are children, something that we forget growing up, and then we are spending our whole life trying to find again. So, that was my journal entry on the 3rd of May 2017. As always, writing my thoughts has helped me gain a lot of clarity. I love reading books and while I was going through my worst time of anxiety and depression, reading a lot of spirituality books has helped me heal myself. But only the reading without the clarity of putting my own thoughts on paper so I can understand them from my own point of view would not have helped me so much, if at all. In the next episode, I will talk about how acknowledging my attachments on the egoic roles I was playing has helped me become free and also the emotional reason behind my annoying back pain. Are there ideas in the books that you have read that you did not completely understand? It would help a lot if we would talk about them so we can see things clearly and understand how they can apply in our lives. So feel free to comment on any platform that you are listening to my podcast or follow me on Instagram at from depression to joy podcast and comment on my posts. If you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a little time to subscribe, rate and comment. I wish you a beautiful week and I'll be back in the next episode. Bye.